Welcome back to Smithy Talk Sport. This week I'm joined by my brother, Chris, and we will be looking forward to the upcoming Formula One season following the conclusion of testing a week out from the opening round in Australia. Welcome, Chris. Hello, it's uh, good to be here. So, uh, we'll dive straight in. Um, we'll start with Williams at the back of the grid. Um, bit of improvement in testing. Uh, wh- where do you see their s- season being? What would be a success for them? Um, a success will probably be gaining more points than they did last season and possibly even getting a bit more into the midfield than they were. Um, they had a very successful test compared to last year where they... Well, last year they didn't get a car there yeah. until halfway through. I mean, anything would have been a success compared to last year, really, unless they just missed the first week of testing. But Yeah. Um, um, and they also, I mean, I, I guess a big psychological boost for them was being the first car out on track yeah. over testing. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, yeah, as I said, a success will be anything better than last year so that they've taken a step forward. But uh, I think with all teams, there comes a little, of, little bit of... Um, well, th- this season, it, it isn't the be-all and end-all as next season are, are come the massive regulation yeah, changes, yeah. which is going to mix everything up even more. So al- although they will want to improve massively, they are probably uh, looking forward to 2021 almost um, more than this season, yeah. in a way. I think I think um, this season is certainly important for Russell to sort of stake his claim for the for the Mercedes drive potentially next year. Uh, if Mercedes decide not to keep stay with Bottas, um, I guess he he's he, he wants to put in a strong performance over the season to to show Mercedes almost what they're missing and try and get a try and get a drive at a higher end team than yeah definitely um, and and also I think many are predicting this year that he will outperform uh, his teammate Nicholas Latifi quite considerably as although Latifi came second in Formula 2 last year he he doesn't quite have the driving credentials that any of the rookies from last year had um, and is also rumoured to be bringing 30 million dollars to the Williams team for this season so always always helpful for for a smaller team but yeah I mean especially in the state that Williams are in 30 million dollars is very welcome but I think Russell will be looking to the other teams further up the grid to see whether he can get a drive elsewhere for next season whereas Latifi will just be trying to make sure he stays in the sport longer than a year because I don't think many people are expecting him to be there in twenty twenty one. Not expect to set the house, set the uh, set the world on fire with with the. No, definitely not. But strong. you know, um, let's give him a chance in the first few races before anyone makes any major uh, major judgments on what he's like in a, in an F one car. Yeah, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see where they where they end up. I certainly certainly expect them to get more than that solitary point that they got last season um uh, i sort of I, I think they'll they'll still be last but but we uh... well i mean based on last season there were a couple of times i mean this this might be down to more the Haas team rather than than the williams team themselves but Haas really struggled in races last season with their the car just didn't like the tires at all so you know, in Austria, I think it was George Russell was fighting with the Hasses and actually overtook um, one of them. Uh, so, I think there is a chance that they could end up further up, but it's a slim one. Um, they did have, I would say, one of the better tests 
Um, yeah, got, on got, the grid. got what they wanted to get done. Yeah, they got a lot of reliability running. Uh, I think their car only failed once, um, and that was due to the Mercedes engine rather than the car itself uh, around it. So, uh, yeah, let's see where it, what happens. I'd like to see them do better, but as you say, it'll be... It's hard to see them anywhere other than ninth or tenth in the constructors coming yeah, I mean, out this season. I think I think I think every Formula One fan would like to see them get back to near their best at least. Um, such a big name in the sport, but, yeah, but definitely been, been a shame that they haven't been able to that they've dropped off so much recently. Yeah, um, that leads us quite nicely onto onto Haas and yeah uh, and their and their uh, and their their predicament. I mean. Um, read some quotes that Gene Haas is 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 gonna see how this season goes before deciding about um whether they'll still be in the sport in twenty twenty one but but sort of sounded decidedly decidedly pessimistic. Um well I th- I think with the with the season they had last season it was the worst they had and they were yeah. improving every season up until then. But the issue is because they get so many parts brought in or designed by third parties because they want to restrict obviously not spend as much as the other teams when it doesn't quite line up it can go sit very seriously wrong like it did last year they were amazing over the course of one lap and so in qualifying they did really well but come race day they just fell down the grid no end um and this was shown in the end by the fact that they did come ninth in the constructors so I don't, I don't see them coming last. I mean, it will be, I think, either them, Alfa Romeo or Williams, but um, I, 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 I would be more than surprised if they struggle, struggled as much as they did last year. Um, so I, I think they will try and be positive. Um, but yeah, when, when Gene Haas, the owner, comes out and says something where, you know, if he has a similar season to last season, he will evaluate whether he actually wants to invest, you know, a hundred million dollars yeah. every year into the sport because it is a very, very expensive sport to be a part of. Yeah, I mean, I guess if 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 they're not if they if they're not amazing this season, but have had a couple of races where they're there or thereabouts, maybe maybe Gene Haas will think, well, maybe with the sal- with the spending cap. The following year, he he might he might be able to get competitive again. But I I think if they have not not as bad, but if they're not much better this season, then then we could be seeing one less team, um, or a new team or uh, coming. Yeah, I mean, um, I I think if he does decide to pull out of the sport, he will definitely look to <clears throat> sell the team before yeah. getting rid of it completely, as all team owners do. Um, and also I think. You know, the last couple of years, their two drivers, Magnussen and Grosjean, uh, have not got on well much at all, really, on track. They've crashed into each other a lot. They've caused grievances amongst the team, um, and so much to the point where when they announced that they were keeping both drivers for this season, many people were surprised that Roman Grosjean is still in the sport because over the past, let's say, four or five years, he has grown a reputation for someone who... Bit of a liability. Yeah, gets yeah. into crashes, causes a lot of damage, um, not just the, his own car, but cars around him. So yeah, I mean, he's always he's always shown himself to be a good uh, to 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 be quick, but just I think I think a lot of a lot of drivers have said that they that that there's a little bit less less confidence in what he's going to do. Um, 
when when they're when they're competing with him, I mean, he's caused some big crashes. Uh, for instance, that one really early on when he was at Lotus, it was that Spa. Yeah, so first, it's, first, so uh, I mean. It, yeah, he um, entered the sport in 2010 with Renault, which then became Lotus, yeah. um, and in 2012 was banned for a race after <laughs> causing a massive pile-up at, um, at Spa-Francorchamps in the first corner. So, you know, th- th- this history does go back. Yeah. I think... They take by I, Ericsson quite a bit, don't they? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> for, those who, for those who don't <laughs> understand that one... Um, two years ago in the race in Baku, Azerbaijan, there was a safety car on Grosjean under his own steam entirely just decided to spin into a wall and crash the car and then blame it on Marcus Ericsson who was nowhere to be seen. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. um yeah um, but... a, his- a history of crashes he can be quick on his day but I think his days in the sport are numbered. Yeah. Um I wouldn't be surprised that if he got outperformed by Magnussen and has stayed in the sport he would no longer be there for 2021. Yeah, um, agreed. Agreed. But yeah, well again Haas are, uh, there are a couple of teams who are unknowns heading into the season and I think Haas is probably one of them um, yeah yeah. who mm. knows what's going to happen there they, they've finished fourth in the in the championship but last year they finished ninth we will see um, moving on uh, Alfa Romeo the second of the Ferrari uh, Ferrari customer teams um, where, uh, they were they were so reasonably solid in testing, but um, yeah, a couple again, of quick laps. But I think I think their pace a couple of a couple of times their pace was. I mean, um, yeah, it, it's testing, testing, so yeah. we can't take anything from testing whatsoever. Um, th- yeah, again, another team whose testing form and a number of the midfielders, you could just say their testing form was solid, um, so they won't. I don't think they'll be worried going into this season. We'll, it'll be interesting to see where they come. Um, and it'll be also interesting to see how their drivers do. Kimi Raikkonen is still there at the age of 40. Um, and he did outperform his much younger teammate Giovinazzi last season. So, I mean, everyone loves Kimi. And he's, he's always shown himself to be quick. He had some good drives last year. So I think the pace is still there for him, certainly. Um, but it will drop off a little bit, I expect. Yeah, I mean, people have said his pace has been dropping off slowly for a while, but yeah. then he, until Leclerc was at Ferrari, he was their previous winner in yeah. a car in 2017 in in Austin, Texas. So he's a good driver. <laughs> yeah, he's he's a good driver. Uh, he's he's been very honest in that. You know, if if he didn't want if he didn't want to be there, he would just walk away. So I think Alfa Romeo are also lucky to have him. Uh, with someone of his experience to be able to guide the car development throughout the season. So, yeah, I, I think predictions for Alfa Romeo. Solid but unspectacular. Yeah, but unfortunately with the with the teams the way they are at the moment, solid but unspectacular means... Seventh or eighth. Uh, well, anywhere from seventh down to last. So, yeah, again, um, I, I think they'll be at the bottom of the midfield uh, with maybe a couple of races where they get both cars having points but most often than not they'll be fighting for that ninth or tenth place yeah yeah agreed um yeah i think i think as as you said kimmy kimmy's there because he enjoys it he, he doesn't he doesn't need any money or anything i mean his only appearance in the netflix drive to survive uh documentary second series was him at the end t- telling the camera that he doesn't need to be there he's only doing it because it's a hobby essentially um so so I guess it's a good attitude. Um, 
Yeah, uh, people know where he stands at least. Yeah, he's always been a straight talking person and yeah, um, bit of a bit of a legend. Um, <laughs> everyone loves Kimmy. Um, anyway, moving on. Uh, Racing Point. This is this is a bit more. Might see a bit of a ch- turnaround in not turnaround in fortunes, but might see them yeah, certainly challenging they, for the best of the rest. But. I mean, they, they had a very interesting test session, the, the, the Pink, Pink Panther. The, yeah, and, well, yeah, being called Pink Panther up until now, but over testing, people noticed that their car was very, very similar to last year's championship winning Mercedes. Now, obviously, they do, as they get a lot of their parts from Mercedes, such as the engine and, I think, suspension as well. Yeah. That their car is always going to look relatively similar, but the levels of similarity that were seen on the car that appeared at testing were almost uncanny. So people weren't surprised to see them at the sharper end of the testing times. Obviously, again, testing times, but you've had drivers since testing. I, I know Carlos Sainz has come out and said that he thinks that Racing Point are hiding their true actual speed. So... Yeah, I, I, I suspect that Racing Point will not be 7th in the Constructors. They no. will be 4th or 5th, um, yeah. depending on how the three teams who we're going to talk about next do in regards to sort of car development over the whole season. Yeah, um, yeah, I think I think good to see Ocon back in the sport as well. Um, He's at Renault. At Renault, um, after, after he impressed at... Uh, what was Force India, um, uh, but it's now Racing Point. Um, interesting to see how Stroll will do. Yeah. Um, um, again, Stroll replaced Ocon when it when his dad headed up and sourced him to buy a team. So he is very much a pay driver. <laughs> um, however, I think sometimes people give him a bit more slack, a bit more hate than he is perhaps due. He has shown that whilst in qualifying he can be quite slow. Uh, he does very well in in race in yeah. he on does race day and he always head goes upwards. He never goes down and has ended up getting some rather good point tools over the past couple yeah. of seasons in in certain races, including that podium for Williams at, at Baku. Yeah, I mean that a couple that of years was, ago. Few, yeah, few yeah, years yeah, ago. exactly. Um, um, shows his he, he he is quick, but yeah, and um, and, and his teammate Perez has always been. Um, Quick, he, he's, he's solid at most circuits, but when he was teammates with Jensen Button at McLaren for the one season in 2013, Button did say that there are some tracks where he is just so good. So I think, yeah, I expect Racing Point to have a very strong yeah. season before they get rebranded as Aston Martin next season. Um, so, yeah, looking yeah. forward to that, to be yes. fair. <laughs> Fourth or fifth for Racing yeah. Point. Um yeah, yeah, I think I think they'll have a. I'm echo that sentiment. I think they'll have a strong season. Um, definitely challenging up for the best of the rest. Um, moving on to the Alpha Tauri, the uh, newly named Toro Rosso um, team that got two podiums. Uh, I guess out of out of almost out of pragmatism, making making use of the uh, of, of of messy races, but still two podiums as a midfield team is. Can't be looked yeah. down upon. Um, yeah, um, I, it was very tight between Renault and Alpha Tower well, Toro Rosso last season. Um, so again, I'm I, I think that Alpha Tower will be there or thereabouts. I think they will slip down 
um, a place due to Racing Point going the, uh, yeah, in the opposite right. direction. Uh, I don't think they'll have enough to challenge the the sort of yeah the McLarens, the Renaults, or the Racing Points. But I don't think they'll they will take that as a failure of a season. I still think they're going to do relatively well. They've got two drivers who are who are decent in Kvyat and Gasly, especially Kvyat, who's had a bit of a redemption last season after being yeah, thoroughly booted out of Red Bull a couple of, a couple of seasons ago in favour of Verstappen. So, yeah, I think. I think a solid season for AlphaTauri. Nothing more, nothing less. Yeah. Um, they'll do I, okay. I think. I think. I think. Uh, I agree. I think you, they could see themselves, or find themselves in a bit of a, almost like purgatory. To not not quick enough to consistently challenge, the Renaults, the McLarens, the Racing Point, but always quicker than, or usually quicker than, um, Haas, uh, Alfa Romeo, and Williams. So it might be might be a bit of a stuck in no man's land situation but yeah. I, I don't think they'll I don't think they'll see that as a completely bad thing no not um, at all use it use it I guess as a platform to potentially look ahead for for the regulation change in uh, 2021 yeah um, exactly yeah and a nice new livery as well yes um, yeah, yeah very nice new that, livery yeah took social media by storm yeah um, on to the first on to the Renault team um, got certainly got one of the Best drivers in the grid in uh, Ricardo in their cars, and Ocon as as we said earlier, um, who are both who everyone knows are, are both very very quick. So um, yeah, I mean, I mean I, uh, Daniel is he he's no longer as young as he once was, and I'd say it's it's interesting because I, I wouldn't say they're both at the sort of sharp end of the grid. They're both very quick drivers, but they're not. I, I think there are drivers certainly quicker than them. Uh, I, it'll be interesting to see how Ocon does back in the sport after a year doing testing and simulator work with Mercedes. So, yeah, I I, I think interesting season. I don't. Ex- I I suspect they'll stay um, where they are in yeah. the, in the constructors. Maybe go down a place at like AlphaTauri because of Racing Point going in the opposite direction. But they will be at the sharper end of the midfield. Um, fighting with McLaren and Racing Point to make yeah. sure that they are best of the rest. Yeah, I think um, it'll be it'll be interesting to see. Certainly, uh, what 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 where Ocon ends where he ends up. Um, because what I didn't realize until I watched the Drive to Survive thing, he is represented by Toto Wolff. So, whether yeah. whether that um in a few years' time we could see. A Mercedes partnership of Ocon and Russell, maybe once Hamilton retires and Bottas leaves us, leaves the sport yeah. as well. That that, I I mean I could see that happening. Um, but he Ocon will need to get um, a couple of couple of good seasons under his belt uh, where he's consistently scoring points and how he does against against Daniel will will certainly um help to yeah he certainly to, he, he certainly has nowhere to hide with no. a teammate like Ricardo. Definitely um, not. So, um, yeah. yeah. So again, solid season. Don't expect any, anything spectacular with a with a company the size of Renault backing them. They're the, they're going to be pumping a lot of money into the development of twenty the car of twenty twenty one. So this season again for them, if it doesn't go to plan, not to worry. There's always next season. But yeah, yeah definitely. They have been. They have almost been using that phrase for a while now, as it hasn't really. 
come off since Renault have gone back into the sport as a factory team. But again, we'll wait and see. Yeah, I think I think that that'll be the case with a lot of teams. Um, mm. Just looking looking forward to uh, to twenty twenty one if they if they suddenly find themselves not getting the results they might they might want. Um, but I mean. That's not not a not a bad thing in some cases if it means that next season it's very very competitive at, mm. it, across the entire entirety of the grid, um, which I think can only be a good thing for the sport. Um, so yeah, uh, Renault I I would agree will be sort of challenging for the for the top for the top spot in the, in 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 the midfield battle. Um, on to McLaren. Um, yeah, a, a very very good season comparatively um, to previous seasons. Last season, um, uh, hopefully, as McLaren fans, we can push on a bit and uh, and hopefully look to get more than more more than one more than the one podium um, or challenge for the the top spots in in races. Um, and I think with Sainz and Norris, they'll be they'll be nicely settled in in the team and in the car. Um, and they they too had a good testing, so should be a good well, season. Well, I, I think as, as with regards to testing, they are almost the team with the most unknown going in most unknowns going into this season from a spectator's point of view. In that they did pretty much long runs and reliability runs from start to finish, whereas other teams like Racing Point, like Alpha Tauri, um, they did not at any point do a glory run where they put on the fastest set of tyres and go for a, a hot lap. Um, they just seem to put in, you know, at least 100 laps each day, go through the motions. So in terms of reliability, their car is rock solid. It's just actually how quick they actually are. Obviously, they are the only ones who really know that at this stage. Um, so we'll have to wait and see until the first couple of races of the season are done. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, even even saying that their times weren't weren't the slowest. Um, they were the sort of, I guess, timing wise, they from what I saw, they seemed to be at the lower end of the midfield in terms of timings. But as you say, they they were doing, they were they were going through the motions and doing specific well, testing sets rather. The, the, rather those 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 times were yeah long runs when they did put on a faster tire. They did sort of ping up the leaderboards for a bit but then everyone did that occasionally whether it was a new set of tyres or yeah they were just going for a slightly faster run but they definitely didn't do any glory runs it no. would be again a solid solid test yeah um, and I, I, yeah I think this season they will look at to stay at the head of the midfield maybe slightly looking warily over their shoulder at the likes of Renault and Racing Point rather than looking forwards but I think there is the capability in that team for them to chase down a, maybe a podium or two that's I yeah. mean it's unlikely but with well as with last year's races there were opportunities for the midfield teams to break into the top three on race day so yeah, yeah. I, I think I will predict them fourth or fifth um this coming season with Racing Point taking the other one of those places. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Um, yeah, I, I mean, moving on, moving on to the top three um, from last year, uh, Red Bull. Do you think do you think they'll be 
a, a bigger challenger to to Mercedes than Ferrari potentially. Um, uh, yes, this season. I, I think they do. They think yeah, I think they will. Um, two very quick young drivers. I mean, Verstappen is touted by many as the next world champion, whether yeah, it be really. before <laughs> Hamilton gets his next one or afterwards. Um, uh, yeah, I, I I think that last year showed that they've now got an engine which is no longer holding them back. Whereas whereas when they had Renault for the last couple of seasons that they had it, they were hampered. Let's say at some of the more engine Engine, engine-based circuits such as Monza in Italy, um, whereas now they're looking really good. I mean, they've got some wins last season. Albon has had half a half a season in that team to settle in, so and testing seemed to be pretty strong. They were doing reliability runs. They did a few fast runs, so I think yeah, there's definitely definitely room and I wouldn't be surprised that come the end of the season although let's say if Mercedes won a it would be very close but also that maybe Red Bull the two Red Bull cars would be ahead of the second Mercedes in the championship yeah yeah um yeah I just I mean we'll go on to Ferrari next but I don't think that they have the pace and they express concern that they maybe don't have the pace to challenge Red Bull and Mercedes at every single race in every single situation, so yeah, I, mean, I predict Red Bull will be second this season, most yeah, likely. I mean, I mean, Ferrari, Ferrari and their customer team seem to be at the bottom end of whichever half of the of the of the racing they um, they take part in. So, Ferrari, I think, uh, uh, after testing, are very much looking like the third out of the big three, um, and then the other two, as we said earlier, um, Haas and. Alfa Romeo are both are both looking at the bottom end of the midfield battle. Um, so, and with all the controversy surrounding their power unit from last year. Yeah, I um, mean, I suspect that controversy will go away. Well, I mean, the FIA have put their foot down um, to give a bit of backstory on this. Last year, uh, Ferrari had a very powerful engine uh, for the first half of the season. The FIA said would would ask Suspicious, to investigate yeah. it by the rival teams they started to investigate it and all of a sudden ferrari got a bit slower on the straight so you know uh, people suspect that there was definitely wrongdoing and then earlier just after testing the fia said they would no longer be investigating ferrari and there was a private settlement to do with it um, and it was also a confidential settlement which the the rest of the teams weren't pleased with at all but now the fia have come out and paraphrasing it entirely but it sounds like the FIA knew that or highly suspected that Ferrari were cheating with their engine but they couldn't prove anything so they so they and Ferrari have agreed that Ferrari won't do it again yeah. um but as a result there's been nothing that they can actually punish yeah so i i, I think go away once racing it, starts again yeah I think. <laughs> I think although it's a distraction in the two weeks between testing and the race in Australia yeah. i think it that's it will go away um hopefully relatively quickly because it's it's a bit of an unnecessary um challenge from the rest of the teams uh unless of course the ferrari engine is monstrously powerful suddenly in australia which yeah. i doubt it will be yeah i mean off the back of testing their sort of their um binotto and and, and the drivers seem to seem to have a little bit of concern as to where they are um whether they're sandbagging but 
that sort of gets thrown around about every team usually um or most teams uh, during testing and the, the the true marker will be this this week this coming weekend in australia um will be interesting to see whether they can pick up a bit more pace over over red bull and mercedes or whether they'll be very firmly the third the, the third fastest team um and whether that will if if they are if they are only the third fastest team whether they'll end up being backed into the some of the midfield teams one of some of the faster midfield teams um will be interesting to see um yeah yeah um that kind of wraps up ferrari as well quite nicely yeah um moving on to the reigning world champions um sort of can only see them winning it again yeah um i mean their closest challenger will be red bull but it there is a very very unlikely chance that red bull will end up beating yeah. them they're just too good and we saw it testing they they use a they have introduced what is called the DAS the dual axis steering which yeah. means that their the angle that their tire, front tires are set at will change slightly on the, on the straights which means that they have slightly less drag um and they could slight better tire degradation as yeah well. better tire degradation how much of an advantage this will actually give them who knows but it was something that was Picked up by everyone. <laughs> yeah, picked up and and highlighted by everyone and analysed by everyone. Um, we know that it was never going to be legal for the 2021 season, but them introducing it a season before has probably cemented the fact that they will be yeah, the best team once again, which is, I mean, it's it's slightly unfortunate, again, for spectators, but with a team like that and then two drivers as they are Bottas is a is a good wingman although he doesn't like to be called that um, yeah yeah I'm sure that Hamilton Hamilton is the favorite to win the drivers championship and Mercedes are the favorites to win the constructors and there's not much more to it than that yeah don't, don't think that'll change particularly um especially after uh, Australia sort of I, I can see them going in and having a very very successful weekend and yeah, I mean, I mean, <laughs> Mercedes have always had a car that has suited the street circuit at, uh, in Australia. So, yeah, I, I, I think their first, first weekend will be very strong and then they'll probably just pick, pick, go on from there. So unless they have more than one shocker like they did at um, Germany last year, there's going to be very a very small yeah. chance that anyone can challenge them consistently throughout the season. Yeah, I, I, I can't really... Can't really see past Hamilton for getting his seventh. Um, the, I guess then the question is how 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 long will he continue? Um, will he will he do a well not a Rosberg but quit quit while he's at the top or continue into the new new regulations? Yeah, I th- I think if he, if he wins this championship, which is quite likely, he will carry on because he will then want to beat. Michael Schumacher's record of seven yeah. world titles. If he doesn't win this championship, I think there'll be a look as to why he didn't win it. If he didn't win it because that Mercedes is a lot slower than the other cars, somehow, mirac- it would be a miracle if it was, um, he might bow out. But at the same time, I can see because, yeah, if he doesn't win it, he'll have to go on for at least two more seasons to beat Schumacher's record with a car under new regulations which will mix up the pack so whether he feels confident enough to do that i don't know because he's always teased that he could drop out at any time and 
he he doesn't necessarily want to do F one, um, for too much longer. But who knows? Um, yeah, I mean, with uh, it will be interesting to see Bottas what happens with him at the end of the season. Because um, as you said, he's a he's a very good wingman. Um, but whether whether uh, Mercedes will try and get someone like Russell in, who they might see as their next, almost their next Hamilton, their, their next lead driver for when Hamilton steps aside in a, in a few, well, uh, presumably within the next few years. Um, we shall see, because Bottas is, I, I believe Bottas is, uh, uh, contract is... Yeah, they done. put Bottas um, on, on a one-year contract ever since he arrived at the team, yeah. so... I can imagine that actually with the new regulations coming in, they might say we're going to swap you with another team um, yeah. for some someone like Russell or maybe Ocon or whoever it may be. So yeah. Bottas, I think this will probably be his last season at Mercedes unless he somehow wins the championship, which is again unlikely. unlikely. Yep. <laughs> um, so, yes. Yeah. Um... Hamilton for world champion and Mercedes for constructors champion as well. Yeah. Don't don't think we can look much much further than them for that. Um, yeah, so that wraps up the uh, Formula One season preview podcast. Uh, thank you very much for joining me. Not a problem. Um, I'm sure we'll be back. Uh, probably do a podcast in summer break to sort of review the first half of the season, and then potentially one following the end of the season to 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 wrap it all up. Um, so thank you very much for listening to Smithy Talk Sport. Thank you.